Hello, and welcome to Sutra Side Talk, episode 118. I'm your host, Kamran Shushtar, and with me is... James Seelig. It is uh, Sunday night on September 26th. It's still Halloween part one, as Halloween has expanded into September. It's getting there. It's getting there. So it's, close. It's like, there's Halloween decorations out, everything's pumpkin-y again, it's my favorite holiday of the year so i'm very very excited you're starting to see pumpkins in the stores yes it'll be quite quite orange and black and beautiful my favorite my absolute favorite especially if the giants win the world series whoa oh yeah baby let's go giants <laughs> yeah but uh this is uh sutra side talk every week we talk about uh what we've been playing and what we've been watching as well as a couple news pieces, usually something we can really focus on for 10 minutes each about. And uh, James, this week we've gotten two kind of sets of news uh, that were revealed this week. First was a Nintendo Direct, which, you know, didn't really give us anything really that important, I don't think. Not, nothing of uh, real, like, information was given to us in that episode, in that, like, reveal. And then we also got, like, a Netflix... Uh, I don't even know what it was called, like, to dumb or something. I don't really, I didn't, I didn't really get it. I missed it. But a bunch of trailers were shown, behind-the-scenes stuff, random, like, other crap and whatnot. But we have a few, like, assortments of things from, like, you know, Witcher, Stranger Things, etc. Yeah. to talk about. There's a few cool um, things. I do, I mean, I want to give them a little bit of credit for whatever reason. I don't even know why I'm so impressed by it. But if they're going to make their own like named like reveal show i find it funny that they named it after like the phonetic sounding out of their like at, like beginning of every was episode. that what that was that's what that's supposed to be it's supposed to be the dumb. oh my god <laughs> dude daniel had the exact same reaction when i uh said it out loud and he was like that's what that's supposed to be dude i want to throw a molotov at somebody <laughs> for that <laughs> what all right, all right, all right. We'll we'll get to it when we get to it. I don't want to jump right into it now. I was about to go off on a tangent. Practically, <laughs> yeah. I was ready. It was like all revved up and shit. Uh, and of course, afterwards, though, we'll talk about uh, a few things we've watched. Uh, we finally, you know, what's funny. We were supposed to talk about this way back in episode one hundred if we had time for it. But Army of the Dead. Uh, I literally almost we forgot that we hadn't talked about it because, like, we did talk about 18 it 18 weeks ago. We we did talk about it for a while. It's just not on recording. Yeah, it it, it was something where it was going to be happening, and then it fell off because I put it on my list of backlog stuff, and it got buried because it was like there was still a lot of stuff before it to talk about. So I completely forgot, even though it was something like that I had watched right before 100. I saw it in theaters and everything. But uh, we'll talk about that. Uh, I want to knock out six Godzilla movies in what at once. It's all the uh, Millennium Era movie ones. And uh, we'll see what else we can talk about if we have time for it. I don't think this will be... Uh, like, last week was pretty long of an episode. It was, like, nearly two hours. It was, like, an hour, 45 minutes. So it's, like, you know, late Sunday night or Sunday night still. And uh, we probably won't be as nearly as long. I'm honestly imagining probably a little bit over an hour if anything but we'll yeah. see what, we'll, we'll see. see what happens yeah with that said you ready to dive right into it yeah because nintendo i don't know like you kind of downplayed it but they did have some pretty cool announcements but oh, i was being like i was me. being 
I was being ironic. Yeah. I was, I was yeah. Joking. Yeah. No, they, they, they fucking threw some shit at us. Uh, which, you know, there was multiple things. They started with like something from Monster Hunter Rise. There was like yeah, an expansion coming. Which is cool. Cause so that I'm guessing is like Monster Hunter Rise's, um, I guess their Iceborne expansion. Cause Monster Hunter World had Iceborne, which was like a whole new campaign. Like it was not a small expansion. It was actually quite large. Like it was easily about the same amount of time, I guess, to get through as the main, the main campaign, I think. Okay. Like, so if this, oh God, what did they call it? Like Daybreak or something like that? I think so. You Honestly, you probably know more than I do. I was like running through that fast. Yeah. Like, here's the thing. I still haven't pick, uh, picked up Rise, which is weird because I'm... I still haven't started World, but I also don't know if I uh, will. Yeah, no, see, World is still a really, really cool game. Like, and you do have access to it on uh, the PlayStation Plus collection. I think I have it both, because it was on Game Pass and the PlayStation Plus collection, so I could choose whichever version I want to play. I think it might have gotten uh, pulled off of Game Pass, though, unless you bought it. But So I have it on PlayStation Plus, and yeah. I can play it right there. <laughs> so, so yeah, I, I am expecting this expansion to rise to actually be, like, a sizable update, which is actually pretty cool because I wasn't expecting that for this. I uh, literally thought game. you said, like, I thought you were going to say, I expect this expansion to rise. And I was <laughs> like, is that what are you trying to do there? <laughs> yeah, I, you know, I, I'm still trying to catch all my bugs and fish and sea creatures and That's Animal fair. Crossing. So speaking of which, the Rook. Dude, is I, that what it's called? The, the rook, Roost. Rookery? The Roost. Yeah. So I love that they, I don't know what that is. I think it's a cafe. Oh, it's like a playoff of roast or whatever. Is that why they showed the Turkey guy? I I guess it seems to be someone showed a Turkey guy. Like there's a cafe in the museum where there's going to be, uh, do you think it'll have like the Academy of science prices? Oh my God. Yeah. It's so expensive, but like, I don't know. I, I think it's cute that they're, they're still adding stuff, but I just, I thought it was so bizarre that there were two moments in this uh, Nintendo Direct where they were like, tune in to another event that we're having later. <laughs> and this is one of them where it was literally like 10 seconds of uh, showing off Animal Crossing and, and hinting at bringing, I guess, They gave a us a trailer for a trailer. And the, yeah, they're like, tune in sometime later in the, like, I guess next month for uh, the Animal Crossing Direct. And it was just like, oh... Did they say it next week? Was it I actually I just forget what the, or was uh, it next week? Because they said it's coming in November, so that makes sense. The way they would show it in October, or did they say it's coming in October? I already forgot. You know what? I honestly I just threw out a random date that came to my head because like I did not pay attention to when they. I I, just, I already forgot. I, yeah, you know what? Fuck it. It doesn't matter. I just want to catch my fucking. I was just so confused creatures. by them having taking like ten, maybe like thirty seconds out of their presentation to be like, we're gonna have another presentation to talk about this. It's like, why didn't you just? save this for that presentation then yeah if anything though i will be upping my animal crossing time just because uh it's the holidays so we got you know Mm. all the spooky stuff coming the thanksgiving stuff which i think i missed last time uh the christmas stuff new year's stuff so like i definitely want to get back into it uh besides just catching a bunch of things that i know are actually leaving this month so i'm very adamant about that you know and then there was a bunch of smaller things shown. I don't know if you want to talk about them. I already forgot what they were, to be honest. Or if we want to go to the bigger guns. Uh, it was like more, I don't know if they're indie or third party. There or were like a few smaller uh, things. The only things that stood out really were like 
Actraiser is getting an upgrade or, or like an HD remake. And that I think that is out now. Okay, yeah. Um, and the, the Castlevania Advanced yeah, Collection they, that's also out now? Yeah, that I'm kind of interested in because I did like at least half of those games. Uh, I'm just like, when are we going to get the Game Boy Advance games on there? I, I'm, it's cool to have these Game Boy Advance games as a collection, but where's the rest of the Game true. Boy Advance catalog? You know? Um, oh, man. And then what else? We had Age of Calamity expansion pass, I believe, yeah, just shown. Which they mentioned before, but uh, I think they showed off like a couple new characters that like they were in the the original game, but I guess they just weren't playable. So mm-hmm. they look cool. Like okay. like I've I have not been playing Age of Calamity. I actually haven't been playing much recently for the last like couple weeks, but but you were before. But it wasn't me because I still haven't even played Hyrule Warriors 1 or whatever. So, like, depending on how much the expansion pass costs, because I'm not sure if they've actually said what it is yet, like, I might pick it up because I am actually surprised at how much I'm enjoying this uh, uh, Age of Calamity just because I'm not generally into the Musou games. That style of game. Yeah, Dynasty Warriors is just you don't you don't understand the glory that is Dynasty Warriors. I still have to watch that Netflix movie that looks amazing. <laughs> I heard it got bad reviews, but I don't care because I saw a dude hit a guy had hit like ten guys with a spear and they went flying across the sky. And I'm like, oh, just like the game, this is perfect, and it has the music. But then they showed. Let's see, we got all those. All right, there's two. Was there something for Metroid Dread? Uh, yeah, they had a short new trailer that kind of showed off. It gave like a short synopsis of what the plot is supposed to be. Like, so she, Samus is apparently going to the planet ZDR or whatever, which may have been a Chozo homeworld at some point, or it's hard to say if they imply, if they were trying to imply that it was their main homeworld or if Mm -hmm. it was just a world they called home at some point. Uh, and Apparently, she's going there to see if the X-Parasite is still alive somewhere. What was that big green monster? Was that a... That was Kraid. A-Kraid or whatever. A-Kraid. Okay. Uh, definitely looked like one of his species. I don't know why it was all chained up. That's kind of interesting. Uh, so, yeah. Basically, it's like she will encounter indigenous uh, wildlife or endemic wildlife, I guess. Um the there are chozo ruins and the emmy robots were sent to i guess search for the x before she got there and they went dark for some reason so okay that's like part of the mystery of like why why did these robots at the unsc no that's from halo halo the the the, uh, galactic federation uh sent chief we're getting weird readings for a woman now i don't understand (laughs) so i don't know it's it's one of those things where, like, all they had to say was, we have a Metroid game coming, and I was already going to buy it. So this is kind of like a Deathloop type thing where I appreciate the new I mean, trailer, okay, there's I a difference between that and Deathloop for you, though. Like, all they had to do is say, they didn't even have to finish yeah. the word Metroid. They just had to go Mitch, and then you were already like, shut up and take my money. Yeah. <laughs> so that, that, you know. Um, and then the last two things. Well, they also ha- guess... uh, showed off a Kirby game, which... Oh, right. I forgot about that. Uh, Kirby in the Forgotten Lands, which looks like some sort of post-apocalyptic, not-quite-side-scroller Kirby game, which is interesting. Based on older Kirby games, Kirby games are usually for, like, 
Like those are the young, just like kids. Yeah, kids I never usually, really got right? into them because I just personally found them way too easy. Like Kirby, this looks different though, right? I don't know. It's really weird. We, it, like, it's what makes it different is that it looks more like a 3D Mario type game than a side-scrolling Mario game. I guess because mm. like usually every Kirby game that I can think of has been a side-scroller. And this one is more just like actually open, I guess. So yeah. that's that's different and interesting. But like, I don't know. For me, it just was always I just found these games way too easy. And I know there's always stuff like collectibles you can find that pads out the time that you can play the game. But I just found it was way too like with Kirby having a bajillion jumps, it's it's way easy to just like not fall into a pit. And most enemies are not that challenging. Most boss fights aren't that hard, so I just, I never really enjoyed them that much because it wasn't one, wasn't much of a challenge to me, I guess. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, I it, it didn't really hit my radar, and just for me, it's more so because I I'm not in a lack of looking for Switch games, so yeah. I, I'm like, that's fine. I uh, hope people enjoy it because I'm busy. Dude, the, I totally keep forgetting that they announced a Chocobo GP kart racer. All oh, right. And what's bizarre is that I, could, I swear that they... It is a Switch exclusive. Okay. I don't understand. Like, I could I could understand if, if Square Enix was releasing... Was making a kart racer and they were putting out it on everything. But, like, why would you make an exclusive kart racer just for Switch? We want... We, they, we see they got Final Fantasy 15. They got Final Fantasy 7 Remake. They got Final Fantasy uh, 16 coming. We want something. The best I can offer you with your hardware capabilities is Chocobo Racing. Yeah, fuck it. We'll take it. It's got the name on it. Well, what confuses me is that like the like the Switch already has Mario Kart 8, which is an amazing, amazing Mario Kart Chocobo? game. Just or a kart racer. Does it have giant birds you can ride on? Uh, I'm trying to think if any of the characters are actually birds. I don't think just so. Just don't even go to no, the but yeah, like, so, yeah. It's just like, dude, I've had so much fun playing Mario Kart 8 that I, I cannot imagine wanting to play Chocobo GP over that game. I mean, dude, it's basically just cashing in on the Final Fantasy name with a cool little racer. So. And to give them something Final, Fantasy- Final Fantasy-ish, that's not something that's going to be basically like old. Yeah, that's like, fair. Because I don't even think they can even put the original 7 on there because it's a PlayStation 1 exclusive. So it's Dude, they're like, putting that shit on mobile and Steam. It makes no sense. Yeah, but it's, you know, it's, I don't know how it's uh, going to work on Nintendo. But you get what I'm saying, right? Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. We'll, we'll save the Mario like movie shit for the, uh, for the end because there were a couple other things. Uh, they showed off, finally, for the first time in a while, Bayonetta 3. Oh, right. I forgot. People about were that. like, yeah. is this game even still in development? And like, it looks good. I mean, they didn't show much, but like one thing that's looks new that they showed off was like, so in the previous games, when generally to finish off a fight, Bayonetta would summon like a giant monster made out of her like own magic hair and stuff. And it would just like be a quick time event and you would like just see your summon just dis- destroy whatever angel or demon you're fighting. But in this game, it looks like you actually get to control those uh, monsters uh, oh, for those cool. fights. So that seems cool. Uh, they also did uh, showed off Splatoon 3 a little bit more. 
And this one, so this trailer might have been a little bit confusing for people. I somehow forgot. I just, you could tell what interested in me and what didn't, because I'm like, I don't remember this. I don't remember this. Very I watched true. the whole thing. So <laughs> they showed off, it's this, I guess the story is going to be called Return of the Mammalians. Because if you don't know anything about Splatoon lore, and yes, there is backstory lore to the world of Splatoon. Don't worry, I'm well versed in the lore world, lore filled world of Splatoon. Oh, you mean you know why there are squid kids? <laughs> yeah, because the wet bandits got more wet, and then they had squid billies, and here we are now so i don't fucking know dude so <laughs> it they've never outright said it but they there have been fan theories and it has been somewhat implied that the world of splatoon is actually our world but ma like many 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 years after all like mammal life for some reason ceased to exist like we all just died off or something and so it's been long enough that sea life has evolved into humanoid forms and that's why there's squid people and like just octopus people and, and shit like that. And so in a world where humanity's dead, watch these squid kids shoot each other. Exactly. With pain. Like it has no it has like nothing to do with the gameplay or anything. And it's just like a stupid explanation for maybe why there's squid kids. But I guess they're leaning into it for the story of this one and they're like the mammals are coming back. And it's just like, whoa, what? Mammals. <laughs> It's going to be some deformed, like, fucking giraffe man. Just like, oh! Okay, so the weird thing is... <laughs> Why am I here? The first thing they showed off was, like, what, what looked like an octoling, which was, like, just a tentacle with a face on it, but it was all fuzzy. And I was like, why is that octoling fuzzy? It's like, because it's a mammal! <laughs> uh, uh, oh Never talk to me about that game ever again. <laughs> Ever. Dude, Splatoon is actually a surprisingly fun shooter. That's great. Never talk to me about <laughs> the world of that game ever again. I don't even want to hear. Just say, yeah, I played the squid shot, and uh, uh, that's all I need to hear. I'll be like, oh, cool. That I'm glad you're having gr a great time with it. But otherwise, you don't need to mention yeah. this shit to me ever again. <laughs> right. And then uh, one more thing before we get to that weird-ass movie casting. They announced kind of that they're adding n64 and genesis games oh uh, yes the expansion pass yeah, you to can this... purchase with a new membership that'll cost more money that's what's confusing to me is like they're not just increasing the price of nintendo switch online and saying like but for the added like amount of money that we're asking from you you get like this many more games or whatever which is also we kind of pointed out when we were talking about it before that the adding the Genesis games isn't really a huge selling point because there's been so many like Sega Genesis collections that Sega has put out that I literally already have a collection for my Switch that has I think all the games that they are gonna put on the play on the uh, Nintendo Switch Online service. So that doesn't really play for me. The N64 games do look cool, but and they said there's more coming. I'm assuming they'll keep bringing in more like they've been doing with. Have they actually any time recently put on any new Nintendo or SNES games? They do. They do. Uh, they put uh, new games on every once in a while, but it's like almost a joke of when they reveal them, people were like, 
you're putting what on this on the service? Like I've never even heard of that shit. What? Because they pretty much they put out all the main ones, right? Or is there some big ones that they're missing that people are? Still, I'm sure like, there's wanting? definitely like a few. Like one that would blow my fucking mind is if they put Chrono Trigger uh, on the Super NES thing, because that is like literally one of the best RPGs of all time, in my opinion. You would probably hate it because it's very time travel heavy, <laughs> but oh no, yeah, but. It, it's really really cool animated by or at least the artwork is done by Akira Toriyama the, uh, oh shit yeah so that's why all the characters look like Dragon Ball Z characters um, so yeah that, that game would be an amazing addition also the Earthbound games or uh, Mother games would be cool but are those SNES or NES uh, I think they're Super NES but I, I, could, okay. I could be wrong on that but it's just it's really weird to me that Nintendo's like yeah, we're expanding the the amount of games that we're going to put on Nintendo Switch Online, but they don't come in the main subscription. So for $20, you still only get NES and Super NES games. But like if you want to play N64 and Genesis games specifically, you're going to have to pay for this expansion pass. But we're not going to tell you what it's going to cost yet. And we're going to tell you later. That'll be for a different time. Oh, boy. Uh, it was very bizarre. And didn't show didn't show Rogue Squadron on that list, did they? No, it, so the launch uh, games. For... I don't care then. Give me fucking Rogue Squadron and Shadows of the Empire. They did have some and good shit. Like, um, they, did they put Mario Party two on there? Is that did I look and no, see correctly? No, sadly, neither the none of the Mario Parties are on there. But Mario Kart sixty four is on there. They uh, want you to buy the new Mario Party. That's why they're yeah. so they're bringing back all the old maps. But give me the fucking give me fucking Mario Party two so I can play by myself. With a bunch of NPCs and have a great time in my life just doing that again, like I did when I was a kid. I just thought it was really funny that, like, so for every new console that they've added to the Nintendo Switch Online, like, catalog, they have released a, like, a special wireless controller that you can buy that's, like, literally just a recreation of that classic systems controller so that you can kind of feel like you're closer to playing the original games with their original controllers, which is cool. But I just thought it was really funny that before this uh, event, uh, the kind of funny guys were talking about what they could do. And Snowbike, I think it was Snowbike Mike was like, you know that if they do put N64 games on there, they're going to have to make like those N64 controllers and they can't possibly just make the gray controller because no one wants the gray controller because everyone remembers the N64 having like a bajillion different controller uh, colors. All the coolest ones are all transparent. So, right? yeah, and that too. Like they had so many different cool colors. And so it would be such a Purple, shame. green, P Pikachu, yellow. <laughs> like it would be so it would be such a shame if they only put out the gray one. And that's exactly what Nintendo did. <laughs> That's exactly what they thought. I remember going to your house when we played Goldeneye. You had a green, you had a blue, you had a gray, you had a black. Mm -hmm. And maybe the trans transparent purple. And then when I got mine, it was the transparent purple and the, and the gray. And I saw that someone, there's a transparent green one because someone was doing like the transparent mm -hmm. green N64 in the controller because they were doing like a fucking Surge giveaway when they brought back Surge. And I was like, oh shit. But... God, I don't honestly like looking back like, OK, for the Nintendo and the SNES, it makes sense to have one controller because I'm yeah. pretty sure there was only ever one controller like they never did that. And 64 was like the first time. And of course, the Genesis makes sense as well. But 
with the N64 one, and just like the other ones, it's like, I don't really have any uh, drive to buy these controllers, because I'm Same. also like, I already bought the GameCube one, I bought an Elite controller, and I have the Joy-Cons, and I just got the fucking Zelda Joy-Cons, I'm good, I don't need to buy extra, like, fucking one for every single platform, when they'll probably work fine, just on the Joy-Cons themselves, and if they want me to buy an N64 one, they gotta make that shit now gray. I'm not getting a yeah. gray one. Like, that controller was never comfortable to hold anyway. So, it didn't at least make it any sense. Good. It never made any sense. That fucking controller was like, it has three fucking whatevers because your hands Dude. are too small. Yeah, I remember the first time I saw one of those controllers in real life because I, I hadn't, I guess it was before I would look at like Nintendo Power for, uh, advanced previews of stuff like that so i just saw this controller with like three handles and i was like i don't i don't understand how do i hold it <laughs> how do i so i just held like the outside handles but i was like i can't reach the joystick what's going on here it's imagine you're in that world where nintendo's just like i don't understand why is playstation so popular right <laughs> now and it's like you know i wonder I wonder why. Could it be the price of the games for fucking cartridges still? Or could it be the fact that your controller doesn't make any sense? Yeah. And it's... Oh, my God. Not to... I mean, when it came down to it, guys, I had the N64. I didn't have the PlayStation. But it's also because a lot of us also didn't know too much about the PlayStation. <laughs> like, I remember one of my friends had it. And we went to his house. And we're like, oh, my God. It's a PlayStation. He's got Spyro the Dragon. This is crazy. But, you know... Yeah, we all had N64s for the most part. But yeah, the expansion pass is cool. I'm excited to get N64 stuff. The Genesis stuff, I guess, is a bonus. But at the same time, you know, that just tells me down the line, I'm assuming we'll get GameCube, we'll get Wii, we'll get Wii U. If we don't, you know, that's pretty cool. fucking crazy. Like, yeah, if we can at least get up to GameCube, I'd be pretty happy. But also, where's all the portable stuff? where's all the game boy stuff and i know it's not as i honestly would rather see like the game boy advance collection added to the switch online stuff than uh the wii u if i'm gonna be honest (laughs) it what doesn't make sense is the fact that they sported the switch as a console portable hybrid that you can use everything for they ended the wii u they ended the ds 3ds whatever the fuck 85 ds's they made whatever the newest one was but they finished those and you're like, okay, so everything will, like I said, I've said it many times before. This is the reason why I got a switch was because I assumed it would have everything and I could just buy everything, play it all like whenever I wanted to and catch up on like all the past consoles and portables that I either wanted to replay or play for the first time and I'd be good to go. I honestly wouldn't care after if they had retro stuff or not, because then I'd be like, well, I did it all. I don't really care anymore because now I just want the new stuff. Yeah. But it's still the way they sold it, especially because, you know, as bad as Sony is with their backwards compatibility compared to Xbox, you know, yeah. Nintendo is by far the worst culprit, but they also get away with it because they go, we're Nintendo then. We'll put our name on a trash can and you'll buy it. And everyone's like, it's true. Well, here's the we thing. will buy it. Yeah, it's like, okay, here's the three companies approach to backwards compatibility. Sony's is like, why why would anyone want backwards compatibility? Old game is old. But but here's PS4 Mi- anyway. Yeah, Microsoft is like, 
oh yeah sure we'll let you play your old games it's fine it's you know but we'll have to figure out a way to update the system to do it but like one, once we get those updates we'll out, get there yeah like you'll you'll be able to play all any xbox game ever on the newest console and which you may or may not use but it's cool that it's there nintendo is like oh yeah we'll we'll, we'll let you play your old games for money <laughs> each fucking time dude i can't each goddamn console that comes out they go you gotta buy it again though oh, dude i've lost count of how many times i've bought the original mario game alone that's why i'm this is why i got the this is why i waited i never bought nintendo consoles and like n64 was the last console game boy advance was the last portable and i've waited for this and i'm like cool here's the switch i can do everything now and whatever comes out after I won't give two shits if they have backwards compatibility or whatever the fuck came out before because I'll have played it. I don't care to play it a second time unless it's something that really grabs me, which I highly doubt, even though I know a lot of people go, oh, it's my favorite game was from the Nintendo, the N64, this NES. It's like, great, good for you. But I fucking played Uncharted 2. I don't give a fuck about your fucking old games. <laughs> like, it doesn't really matter too much. So if I can get those all now, though, that'd be great. And I'll buy them all. I don't really care if I if I have the Nintendo online or if I have to basically buy, like, all these games standalone. I just want the opportunity to do it. And so far, they're taking a long fucking time just to get the console ones on there. Not to mention, ignore portability the entire time, too. It's like, shit, you mean, what are you going to do with your DS people? Are you just assuming people are still buying DSs? Is that what's going on? Like, is that... Because I'm pretty... Correct me if I'm wrong... But they sold Game Boy, Game Boy Color, and Game Boy Advance games on the DS online store, right? Um, I'm pretty sure about all of those except for Game Boy Advance. I think they did start eventually uh, selling Game Boy Advance games, but just not all of them. Okay. But all right, we're, we're going really low on time here. Yeah. Uh, uh, let's move on to the final thing. Yeah, okay. So they finally showed off the release date for the Mario movie, the animated Mario movie, and the casting of at least the main cast. And mm-hmm. it is... So first off, the movie is supposed to come out in, in North America December 21st, 2022. Uh, and the casting is <sighs> confusing because it it is a lot of big-name actors, which on the one hand, I want to be like, oh, Nintendo's taking this seriously. They're actually throwing some serious money after... Uh, uh, serious money at like getting good actors i guess but the more i've thought about who's playing who it just makes me keep going like what like why (laughs) okay so first off chris pratt star lord is gonna play mario the italian plumber Uh, i'm so confused by that alone so, I think this one would take the most time, but we could just knock it out pretty quickly, I think. Uh, you know, I want you to look back at every single, whether it's Lego Movie, Jurassic World, Guardians of the Galaxy, Park and Rec, whatever Chris Pratt has been in. Can you tell me he's even attempted to change his voice? Or does it sound all like the same exact fucking guy for the most part? Pretty much. That's the thing. So, Chris Pratt is a very, very generic choice based off just the top of the, sh- like... You looking above the water seems very, very generic in terms of choosing. Yeah. Uh, along with actually a good amount of the cast, I'm not going to lie. Yeah. But 
it's one of those things where I'm going to wait and see. Like, I'm, I'm very much like, at least from what I know, I'm not looking forward to him being Mario. But I'm hoping that he actually can do a, some form of voice change for the character, which is one of those we have to wait and see yeah. kind of things. So I won't write it off, but I'm also not optimistic at the same time. Well, well, what also makes me worried is like if he does try to do an Italian voice, like is that gonna be weird and insensitive? That a not- James, I want you to tell me how many times anyone does a fucking Italian accent. I want you to tell me how many times anyone gets angry that anyone does an Italian accent. I'm sure it's happened, but I can't. I how can't. many times <laughs> have people gotten angry at me doing Italian accents? Oh, uh, I don't know. <laughs> Probably. Maybe a couple times, but I'll keep doing it anyway because I don't care. Fucking, uh, what are you gonna do about it? So let's move on because the rest of this cast is also fucking weird. Yeah, Charlie uh, Day yes. is gonna play Luigi. Like I love Charlie Day, but I can't imagine it's the same him. thing. It's the same thing here. Yeah, uh, it's slightly different, obviously, because it's like a different personality, but. It's like, will he be able to do the same thing? Chris Pratt, change voice, adapt to this character, or will it be like a weird ass Luigi that just is Charlie Day talking, and you see Luigi's lips yeah. moving, and you're like, I don't understand. It just this. feels like they chose people who have big Hollywood names, and yes. they're just like, people will see this casting and be like, oh, I like those people. I'll see this movie. So Anya Taylor Joy, best known as, as Magic in. Uh... Or she's the in the witch, the witch. Oh, the she, witch. she was in that too. Uh, yeah. She was also she's also going to be young furious in that upcoming movie. Oh, well. interesting. She she was also in Queen's Gambit. She's going to be basically she's 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 on the rise. Let's yeah. just say she's on the rise. Yeah, and she's going to be playing Princess Peach, which not that's not the craziest. Yeah, uh, it's going to be one of those two ways. It's like, is she going to sound like? Oh, whatever the fuck or she's yeah. like yeah what's up i'm princess peach and you're gonna be like oh like it's gonna be one of those two i feel like another one that kind of makes sense only because jack black is like i just like jack black and he could do crazy weird voices yeah he's gonna play bowser which is which interesting it's it's a thing where you could probably have a problem with it but also they always can jack black can always somehow get a free pass for me where i'm like you know i'll allow it it's fine it's not gonna be i you know it feels like it's not gonna be deep gruff like bowser it's gonna be like hey guys yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know it's gonna be interesting and uh my th- so this casting i just dude i love this so much seth rogan is gonna be donkey kong <laughs> i showed you like someone <laughs> the fucking banana clip like someone found a clip of like like i don't even know where this would be from i guess like an old show or something where donkey kong was like laughing or something and someone someone superimposed seth rogan's like super stoner laugh over it and it worked so perfectly that i'm like okay you know what that one you got me that that could work yeah. perfectly <laughs> Seth Rogen, I'm completely like, that's actually out of everyone that was cast in this movie, that is probably the best thing they could have done with Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong. And then there's uh, Keegan-Michael Key, who, who I love Keegan-Michael Key. That dude's hilarious. He's going to play Toad? <laughs> honestly, I can imagine it. I can actually imagine him fucking tuning his voice where he's like, ah! <laughs> like, it's it's not 
out of this world for me to imagine. Especially also, if you really want to think about the voices of Toad, imagine the fucking animated voice of Toad from the old cartoon. Yeah. And you're just like, oh, God, kill it. So for sure. I think he'll do a better job than that, at least. And then I guess Cranky Kong is also going to be in the movie and he's going to be played by Fred Armisen. Fred Armisen? I can, you know what? Fuck it. You know what? These last ones, I don't really like, it's fine. It's not that like, they could kind of do whatever they want with that. Yeah. Uh, I don't really know Kevin Michael Richardson that well, uh, but he's going to be playing the wizard Kamek. Uh, And then Sebastian Maniscalco as Spike. Yeah. Which... I, th- I think he's one of the Koopa kids. I don't know. It's so yeah, like you you heard our reactions to all those characters. Some of them make more sense than others for sure. And then uh, Charles Martinet will play uh, cameo is potentially a voice or various voices. We don't yeah, really know. And that's the other weird thing. There's they were like, hey, here's like the voice actor who actually plays Mario and a bunch of other characters. He's gonna be in the movie too as cameos and it's just like i'm so confused wait so you actually are going to have the voice of mario in the movie but not playing mario maybe but i'm so confused why did you, yeah like i love chris pratt but like he doesn't make any sense for mario like and i love uh oh god was it miyamoto that was announcing this he yeah he was just like when when they show, uh, said Chris Pratt, he literally was like, "He's so cool." And it's like, I don't care. <laughs> I, don't I feel like it, it's in an Miyamoto and an, <clears throat> all right, Miyamoto and Nintendo are a very interesting group because they they went like you know we saw the Hoskins Mario movie and shit, yeah. and they're like, we're never doing any film or animation for Mario or whatever or like any of our products ever again. And everyone's like, come on, let, like, do it. And then Nintendo finally is like, hey, we're going to do it. And we'll have, like, all this stuff. We're going we're gonna to do this movie. And then we see Nintendo do it themselves this time. And they go, like, you know, we'll have full, like, control in terms of, like, I guess, seeing how this is going to go. And then this is what they do. And it's like, fucking, are you sure you didn't want to give this to Hollywood? Like, yeah. Are you, are you, it seems like you're going to do the same thing either way. Like, fucking, <laughs> like, who, who chose this? Who decided this list? But... At the same time, it's not something I'm really going to get. It's like the, the the biggest thing in the comments was straight up people posting a bunch of fucking Sopranos memes of being like, it's the Italian discrimination. Yeah. <laughs> and it was so fucking good. Someone put the fucking chef where this is actually one of my favorite memes, James. He's got the the he's loading up his pistol. And instead of the bullets, it's Ravi. It's the dry Ravielli shells. And he's uh. like, pasta la vista, baby. <laughs> It's so fucking good. Oh my god, but you know, whatever happens, it's not something I'm gonna lose sleep over either way. It's like, yeah. oh, we're getting a Mario movie, and I'm like, I forgot I asked for this like probably ten years ago, and it's like you said, hey, we're doing it, and I'm like, oh right, I, I, that was a different time that I asked for it, but okay, sure, I'll I'll take it, I guess. Yeah, I'll try to reserve more final judgment for when I actually see a trailer and yeah, know, see all their like the characters' emotion and the voices going so unless you're actually know. italian i would see why you might be annoyed but at the same time your character has been voiced by a french guy the whole time so that's true you know i don't know yeah i don't know i don't care to say whatever who cares it's fucking something it's donkey kong i could give two shits about everything else <laughs> all right netflix uh let's keep this pretty fucking short 
Uh, um, Netflix did their thing where they showed a bunch of what was it called again, James? Tadum, which is it's supposed to be a playoff of their like the tone that plays before every one of their things, I, or like just when you load load up the app, I guess. Yeah. All right. So there were various trailers and stuff shown. I guess the first thing to talk about is the Cowboy Bebop intro was revealed in which uh, they le- they took the animated intro and they just made it live action with like some cool little like visual effect animations and stuff. Yeah, which could have been good. And it's not bad. It's just like... <laughs> it could have been good. Keyword. It's just like, I don't know. It's It's the same deal as the Lion King not animated movie that's still animated because it's like it's true it's like you already had something that was really good but by doing it the same but not as good it's just not as good i assume they'll probably be doing nearly the same stuff for this one i don't really know it's hard to say because if they do the same thing it's like it, it, there's like a weird lose-lose win-win situation where you have people that are probably going to say it's great no matter what and then you have people that are not going to be happy with it no matter what either yeah if it's like oh they just did the anime just live action word for word which is what like the lore the tomb raider movie did and that's why people weren't happy with it so they thought that's what they wanted and it's like oh well maybe i didn't want this so or what yeah what i've heard is that this show isn't going to be a an exact retelling of the anime it's and i guess it's not going to be a sequel because from what i've been told all the characters die Wait, have you not watched the anime? I have, I have, but I haven't finished it. Yeah. So you're not gonna wait. You're not gonna watch the live action. Oh, no, I'll, I'll watch the anime. anime right? I'll watch the okay, anime. Okay. I told again. someone asked me that they're like, "Hey, should I watch the anime before this comes out?" And I literally said, "If you don't watch the anime before this comes out, I will. T- I will stop talking to you. I will no, not like, talk to you at all ever again." It's one of those things where, like, I got really far into it and I just never got around to watching the last few episodes. But I absolutely love what I have watched. Like, it is phenomenal. Uh, yeah, so I'm still excited for the live action show, but it's apparently supposed to be like kind of like an extension. I think they said to the original series where it's like, I guess not a continuation, but just more stories within that world. You might see some like plots from maybe the show, yeah. but otherwise like, yeah, that makes sense. I, so I'm still like, I'm not reserved. I'm not judging anything yet. I'm waiting because, you know, an intro and a show can be completely different where one could be good or bad yeah. or whatever. Uh, the intro itself for this, I, I'm i going to be completely... I was kind of laughing <laughs> because I just felt like I was watching some weird fan-made, like, trailer that someone did. Yeah. With, like, let's say, let's have some cosplayers jump like in. Like, someone's trying to pay thing. homage to the original. Yeah, and I'm like, it's not were, a professional but... thing. And then it's like, yo, this is a professional thing. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Oh, okay, <laughs> well... I, I like already have predetermined where I'm like, oh, this will be I'll when the pilot when the first episode or I guess all the episodes will come out at once. I forget it's Netflix. So the first episode, I'll watch that intro once, probably laugh again. And after that, I'll be pressing skip intro every single time oh, yeah. because it's just not it's just funny. I just found it funny looking it. it, it they I get that they tried and it looks kind of cool if you would account it just depends on who does it you're like this is cool if it's something that people worked up on like on their own and did this little thing and you're like oh that's pretty neat this instead is oh this is a professional company doing this full thing and this is what they did and you're like oh oh okay well all right 
But like I said, a re- reserve judgment till the actual show comes out. I'm not judging it off of this. Intros and shows can be completely yeah. Like I'm I'm not putting them together with that kind of thing. We also got a trailer for, uh, or I guess a first look at Stranger Things four with uh, a, what looked like a haunted house. Um, not much to say, James, except just like I guess we're gonna get either they're introducing the upside down into like this old house or they're going to do some weird haunted shit that's separate either way it sh- i guess will be interesting weird really okay it. so was it not a trailer for season four no it is a trailer for season four. Oh, but there was like a weird flashback where it shows like a weird thing where it shows people first buying the house and it's like some nice all-american family and then it shows like the dad at the doorway and the kid's like dead on the floor or some shit and then you see like the gang get into the house years late like decades later going like wow what a creepy place and they're looking for something Mm, okay yeah so it's like um i forgot half of the characters names yeah i I, i'm gonna be honest i have been kind of it's been a while well it's it's not only that but i've been avoiding uh any of the new trailers and stuff for the new season because i it's i like that show so much that i just I just want to see it when it comes out and not be spoiled. Oh, anything. okay. Well, okay. Gotcha. But that, that was really it that they showed. It's coming 2022. Uh, they showed us a trailer for army of thieves, which is coming out very soon. That looks really good. Um, or it looks interesting, I guess you could say, and I'm yeah. not going to say it looks really good, but I'm excited. It's more Dieter, which, uh, hopefully if we have time, we'll talk about army of the dead today, right after this. Uh, we saw a trailer for Sandman, which shows a first look with, um, was that supposed to be Morpheus, the dream guy, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, so we saw a first look at Sandman. Uh, looks interesting. I, I'm, i like, really bad with that kind of stuff. I never got into the books. It was something I wanted to read, but I never did. So it's like, Didn't there's the audio. Him. I've heard great things. Like, I've never heard anyone say it's bad, ever. Not once. But it's, like, one of those things where I'm like, where do I start with this whole franchise? Because mm. it's like, there's an audiobook now version, and I'm like, do I... Do I read the book still and check out the other book and then eventually get to the Netflix series? I'm not too sure because I feel this is one of those things where, all right, the boys, Umbrella Academy, those are uh, invincible. I'm kind of like, I didn't read these, but I'm okay watching them. For some reason, Sandman seems like one of those things where I'm like, it's one of those few uh, properties where I'd actually feel bad if i didn't look at the original source material first mm. because it's supposed to be so well done that i would kind of be uh yeah i just wouldn't be doing good with that same with the i have the same feeling currently too with why the last man because that's supposed to be one of the best like books ever written and drawn yeah so. uh daniel read that a while ago too and he was just kind of mad on it so really? yeah um i don't remember why not pardon the pun, but I've I've been uh I actually did start watching that show and I've been liking it so far because I can't stand the main character. It's one of those things where uh I, I instead of reading a bunch of other older like I guess image or whatever books it's it's like I want to fast track all the properties that have come out into movies and shows mm. and finally just read the material for that all the way back to like the losers and red or whatever like. Uh, checking those out too so and kick-ass i should probably check out kick-ass kick-ass is actually a pretty good comic i like that one. and scott pilgrim actually too i should probably check out scott pilgrim that there's a lot i needed to do there, there's a lot of things all right 
Uh, we saw some Witcher t Season 2 stuff. Uh, we got, like, a first look at Vesemir, as well as, uh, what's his face? Uh, which, Vesemir looks pretty cool. Did you get to see what Vesemir looked like? No. Or are you, like, stopping yourself from watching that, like, like trying no, not to look I at that too? No, I just missed most like, of the Tadam stuff. Oh, okay. We also saw Nivellin, which, uh, he is played by, crap, what's his, what's, uh, Tormund's name? Ooh. Yeah, I don't remember. I just know him as Tormund Giants Bane or Giants Babe. <laughs> I think it starts with a. I really want to remember his name. Oh, yeah. Okay. Christopher Hibju. I don't know how the fuck to say that last name, but he looks really cool. He's got like tusks and like it's like a bull face almost. Like it, it's like a weird nose. The two fangs protruding from the bottom mm. uh tusks that are coming from the sides and he's just like talking about it's like him and Geralt talking about uh Siri and also he enchanted knives to win at a game of throwing knives at like a <laughs> picture uh in which Geralt's like he can't fucking don't cheat me like some bitch <laughs> so I'm, I'm excited for that too um that's actually probably the biggest show in December I think is Witcher that's like the that's the holiday show i feel like and they did say witcher season three would depend on season two they already got it renewed for season three ahead of time so that's also good because they mm. said they could probably get like eight seasons out of the out of this whole thing which i think potentially really? yeah which yeah i'm not complete dude fucking henry cavill for eight seasons of this shit if we're not getting superman hell yeah like i'm i want all for of sure because there's a lot of books that they have to cover that's why they're going through the books. So it's like, it's not uh, getting like, yeah. it's not like they're making up shit. There's a lot they can get into if they really want to get into it all. No, so there's like true. a lot of adventures. Yeah. Cause the first season only covers like these various short stories. That was like the first book. Whereas I think season two is supposed to be the actual like, oh, these are full form novels now that they were hitting. So that's why I'm like kind of pumped for this, mm. which I still have to read those too. <laughs> there's so much to do. Daniel uh, didn't like those books that much, but eh. I don't care. I no, fucking love Witcher Three. I don't. I don't care what anyone says. <laughs> yeah, but uh, let's see. I think that was really all of the main stuff from that. I don't think there was there anything else you wanted to talk about from Netflix. Uh, the only, uh, I guess, the only other thing that I can think of was like they showed off a screenshot, I guess, or not a screenshot, a. Uh, promotional art for the next season of ultraman it's basically like they had a line of like a bunch of different ultraman armors and i don't know i really liked the first season i thought that was it was really well, uh, well done and an interesting new interpretation of the original uh source material because it wasn't exactly the same as the original i guess uh it's been a while though so i i don't have all the specifics still in my head but uh, I am glad that they are actually continuing that show and that they had like, I don't know. It was cool to see like a bunch of new armor sets that we hadn't seen before. So I guess there's a bunch of new Ultraman uh, going to show up. Yeah, it's a, uh, it's a franchise where I don't want to start with Netflix. It's like, I want to go back and watch all the old movies first Ooh, that and be, be like, oh yes, that might, that might be a little hard. <laughs> oh yeah. No. Just I mean, for them. me, I think it'll be easier for me just because as a Godzilla fanatic, like, Going back and watching like the Gamera and Ultraman stuff shouldn't be too troubling for me just to get back to the old stuff. But I don't know if it's something I would... Godzilla's like a uh, his own 
class, so it's at the same time, I don't know if I'd subject other people yeah. to those movies either. So from what I remember of Ultraman as a kid, because they're they used to play it on like like Saturday morning cartoons at some point. I know I definitely watched it at some point when I was really young. I just can't oh man, can't remember where I would have watched it. Anyway, but it's like kind of a mix of Power Rangers and Godzilla. Where, like, it's a dude in the suit, but... It's a giant Power Ranger versus giant monster. Yeah, and, like, that's the thing. Like, he usually almost exclusively fights kaijus. So, it's, like, still a dude in a Power Ranger suit, but he almost always just goes straight to just giant uh, boss fights. Uh, And they actually do reference the original uh, Ultraman in this cartoon. So, this cartoon is basically, like, a continuation of the original series. Like couple decades Hence later or something like that me, makes me more so than yeah i need to watch yeah I, th- I, I think the main character is literally the son of the original ultraman oh cool yeah all right nice all right that's it for the news that took fucking forever it was like we were going fast and all of a sudden it slowed down into yeah horrid well that was like boredness well we ha- we did a, i think a pretty good job of trying to cut down nintendo's 40 minute presentation into like no a you, talk. You, you wanted to talk about every single thing i was yeah. like cool so there's like two things left and you're like but wait there's more and i'm no, like oh we shit. can't not talk about bayonetta i was like man fuck that happened i don't remember this kirby oh shit i heard these these did happen huh i like how people have been saying it's like kirby's version of the last of us because it's all like broken down buildings oh and god shit. yeah all right all right uh, we're probably just have time for like two things then That's all fine. right so we're going to talk about army of the dead and how that was supposed to be 18 weeks ago once again now this is Zack snyder's first non superhero movie in a bit you know he did man of steel he did batman v superman he did justice league uh snyder cut if you want to call it that uh for the whole thing and now we have Army of the Dead, which is actually an old property he wanted to do for quite some time. Like WB said, no, we're not going to do this. And he was shopping it around at other places for a while. And then Netflix picked it up. But this was something he wanted to do, I think, since he made Dawn of the Dead. Interesting. Like, it's been a very long time coming for this movie. I can't remember how long exactly, but it's been at least a decade. I w- at least. I will say this this movie was probably one of the most interesting interpretations of zombies that I've seen in a long time. Like 28 days later was the last time that it felt like there was a new kind of zombie genre, I guess, where how many years ago was that? That was a long time ago, dude. Like I was in middle school. (laughs) I think think we were in middle school. I could be wrong. Maybe it was early high school, but like that, cause that I can't remember if there was like, fast zombies before 2002 Ooh, wow yeah 28 days later right that's like literally almost 20 years ago <laughs> yeah yeah i mean those were like also it was just rage people it was yeah, technically rage and people. that was yeah. the other thing is it wasn't specifically the undead it was just infected people that were like kind of mindless uh, and then we got like the walking dead yeah which still in uh last of us but I guess, like even the walking dead is still like kind of more traditional slow shambler zombies 
they just and it only lasted good for like two seasons i mean it's or not even that. it's still going it's just yeah. like i mean it's only actually in, there's only one good season yeah two I, I think i was talking with chris about this the other day that i think the reason why i i dropped off of the walking dead was just like it's a very not only is it a very heavy show but there's like it's very slow paced so it's very easy to just like get bored i guess during a lull and you just it's, if you back. read the comics it just makes you more annoyed that's actually one of those things i've heard that too like, that the comics are much better figure your shit out. and I, I feel yeah. like i'd probably enjoy reading them more than just watching the show but anyway so ba- back to the army of the dead like not only are these kind of fast zombies but they're also intelligent like there's different classes of them the, like, yeah like, you got your the, they, what are they called they do have like the basic shambler ones but there are also alpha zombies that have yes. like literally their own culture by the time you get to them. It's like very tribalistic, but they seem to communicate and have like a hierarchy. And like, I thought that that was really interesting and different. And that was just like the surface level of what makes this movie interesting and weird. I guess, do we want to start with the zombies or the characters? Um... I guess let's start with the zombies because that's where I have most to talk about. I Because I was just so confused by some of the things that happened in this movie. Like, the right. the number one thing, why are there robot zombies? Or whatever the fuck that was. Well, okay, so first <laughs> let's, let's just talk about the fact that, like, okay, we got some weird military experiment shit that happened and the like oh and aliens zero. maybe and aliens maybe exact yeah fucking so <laughs> zeus is like the patient zero zombie yeah he is the like the head prime, alpha. alpha prime yeah yeah and the whole thing with the alphas is it's like that that's what was so cool it's like any zombie he any person he infects and makes a zombie is going to be a uh alpha zombie and any zombie any people that get infected by the alpha zombies are just going to be regular zombies so you got those two types where it's like zeus bites you you're an alpha alpha bites you you're a regular zombie regular zombie bites you you're a regular zombie and you have those two types once again and the alphas are just more intelligent there is going to be a lot more going on with them where they actually have weird culture and communication it's like super fucking weird so I don't remember what the female zombie's name was, but you know he had a like mate, a zombie. Yeah, mate. I can't remember what her name was either, but there was but definitely she, like a queen. Yeah, there was a queen, and she was pregnant. Yeah, so I guess even though they are supposed to be dead, like yeah, somehow they could still get pregnant. And even weirder, it was like later on in that movie when the the queen got beheaded, Zeus took her body back to their hideout or whatever and just like ripped the baby out of her stomach to just like see if it was still alive and it was glowing like that it's just there's just so many moments in this movie where i was like what but what does that mean what a glowing bouncing young babe (laughs) right yeah (laughs) and like that's the thing people were like oh it's aliens it's it's all alien virus or, or whatever and yeah like so there were a couple moments in this movie where there were just and they never pointed out or straight up like talk about it but there are some zombies that have glowing blue eyes and they just like 
don't mention it. And there are a couple times where zombies get shot in the head and sparks just straight up fly out of their head like they're robots. And the first time this happened, like I literally, thankfully, because it's I watched it on Netflix, I literally rewound like 10 seconds to be like, wait, am I crazy or did I just see sparks fly out of that zombie's head? And it happened. And I was just like, wait, what's going on? And even Zack Snyder in like in the interviews, he doesn't really give like a good satisfactory answer. He's like, I think at one point he literally just says like, yeah, I put a bunch of stuff in there just to be like to give people things to wonder about. But I don't stay know. tuned for the next movie. Yeah, because yeah. so we've got let's 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 do the full count here. Then we have Zeus special patient zero yeah we have alpha zombies mm-hmm. who can also get pregnant we have regular zombies shamble they were called shamblers right uh i think so something like that yeah and then rain like i love how rain affects them uh you have yeah they like dry out in this in the desert yeah you have robot zombies and blue zombies is that everything that i yeah i think so okay so i mean that that's fucking crazy right this is like a crazy zombie movie in terms of yeah, like the i, I think the an, world building you could do with this i think in another one of his example of uh zack snyder's i guess theories that he threw out there for people to latch on to was like maybe since this like the whole infection in vegas has only been like a few weeks or something like that like it hasn't been that long uh, long enough for the the entire city to be like walled off and like quarantined but it has not been overall like it hasn't even been more than a year i don't think uh, it's been some time though where like when he's getting the crew back together at least the originals they're like oh shit it's been like some time oh that's true um yeah. so basically Zack snyder was like what if this zombie virus isn't just turning people from like dead to undead what if there's a continued evolution to them and so they maybe that's why there's a few of them that are i guess growing metal parts and getting glowing eyes and shit yeah which or or it could be something that's like oh there's they put in metal zombies to kind of see what it's yeah, like there that was the other thing to see was, uh, spy bots yeah, spy bots. Uh, the blue ones could be either evolution or something alien related. Who knows? It's like a whole weird fucking thing. And the best part is Zack Snyder could do whatever he... This is his. Of all the properties he's ever done... I'm not going to count Sucker Punch. This is <laughs> his. Like, he could do anything he... He could be like, oh, well, we have government robot zombie spy bots. We have aliens that uh, made the blue shit. Or... They were the reason this happened, and we tried to splice shit, and it didn't work out, and created these zombies. There's so much they can do with it, and, you know, there's no more zombies left, of course, unless you count, you know, what we'll talk about. I'd say probably more towards the end, but uh, now that we've talked about more so the zombies and stuff, and of course the tiger was fucking crazy, too. That was cool that they had the tiger. Um, Yeah. The characters themselves which I, let's just i guess start off with the montage there i think one of people's biggest cool... complaints was the montage was like they wanted that to be the entire movie and that was just like yeah setup. so it's the the montage is the coolest part of the movie by far 
but the worst part is it's only the mon- it's just a montage there's yeah. no entire part of it which at least we're gonna get it not in the form necessarily may we may have wanted in the beginning but it's gonna be the walking the i was gonna say the walking dead the army of the dead anime is going to be that whole thing so it's everything that happened from outbreak to uh i guess like the last time they went in there oh that'll be fun for the movie yeah so it's gonna cover all of that so it's like at least in terms of like oh we're never gonna get that we're getting that that's like one of the next things coming besides like the other uh zack snyder anime that he's doing and the other shit he's doing a bunch of stuff um the characters themselves though so we've got (laughs) we've got a whole slew of characters which is really cool you had a what's his face in it uh crap how did i forget his name already uh batista yeah Dave fucking batista is the main character scott ward and he's just like a dude who's i i liked his character he's going from like oh i'm like done with this i'm a chef now to yeah i want to do this for my family yeah i just couldn't stand his daughter and i couldn't understand why he brought his daughter along i know she had a reason for why she wanted to go but it just seemed like a really stupid reason his character was at least really cool because he's like some fucking ultimate like spec ops tier soldier when it comes to like going through the zombie zone like i guess like the infected zone so I, i did like at least the way they portrayed his character there uh, in terms of like the relationship stuff with his daughter, yeah, it was that was probably the weakest point of the film. I think the worst part of the film was probably his daughter and that yeah. whole arc of we have to go in and save these people, and I'm like, that's the reason you're going in. Like, yeah, you got like a half an hour till a nuke hits Vegas. You don't have time for this. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Kate Ward. Uh, that's the other character played by Ella Purnell. Uh, the, the fact that she survived and everyone else died like you've always it's yeah that was annoying because Zack Snyder, <laughs> like i'd be i'd probably talk to Zack Snyder, but like so why did you want to make the character that no one likes live and the ones everyone likes die like dies like what made you want to yeah. do that exactly like why, why would you do such a thing <laughs> but you know we got that i think you know there's not much else to talk about her except she was pretty much annoying the entire film like i don't yeah. think there was one good just, scene with her she just kept making like bad decision after bad decision yeah and you, you like you see her in the poster that some of the posters are a little deceptive uh when they first come out because it's like oh she's the daughter that blah blah blah, blah. and then there's like oh the, this is the mom that's like you know does anything for her family and like the person she's supposed to rescue was uh what was her fucking gita right played by huma kurishi and that shit was fucking stupid because she goes in when they told her not to go in so she goes in anyway oh yeah and then she fucking gets captured they go through all this shit like she basically abandons the mission kind of makes stuff pretty like slows them down makes things way harder for everyone like potentially could get everyone else killed and i think actually because she slowed everything down like that that's why zeus catches them and that's why uh the pilot dies that's why batista dies like it's her fault they die yeah if you really think about it and she goes gets gita they get in the helicopter and the helicopter crashes and only her and batista survive and like batista ends up turning so he she has to kill him so gita dies anyway and it was all for fucking nothing yep 
That was fucking stupid. That was actually dumb. I, I did not like that. I didn't like the character. That was something I wish they didn't include, but it's also like, okay, I guess you did that. Uh, you had Omari Hardwick as Vanderloin or Vander Vanderho Vandero. He was the uh, guy with the what was the was it the Jaws of Life the big ass saw oh the circular saw yeah and he goes toe to toe with Zeus in the beginning there he, I don't think he ever actually used the circular saw he like passed it off to Dieter at one point to use it <laughs> which uh, we have Matthias uh, Skefgofer I'm gonna just say that once I don't know if I said it right but Dieter they have a honestly their relationship is actually pretty fun. I really enjoyed the dynamic between these two because yeah. you have this guy who's like, I'm part of the old crew. I'm going to go do this shit. And Dieter's just like, oh, I'm so excited. I've never done any of this yeah. shit before. And I've never really like done stuff with guns either for the most part, too. And it's I just fun just seeing that. He, he literally seemed to accept the mission because they were like, you get to try to crack this like uncrackable safe. And he's like, you kidding me? I get to play with this thing. <laughs> yeah, he's excited for that. And then vandero is awesome because it like he's looking after him the whole time like he's kind of babysitting him but also you see that friendship form with them to the point where when zeus you know infects him unfortunately but it looks like he's gonna die uh dieter rescues him and gets him into the vault which also helps him survive the fucking nuke where dieter you know dieter dies and you're just like damn What's crazy is if Dieter had actually gone in there and survived, he would have been fine because Vandero is infected. Yeah. And he's basically patient zero for, and he would be an alpha zombie because it was Zeus that infected mm-hmm. him. So uh, he would potentially uh, start outbreak number two, wherever the plane lands. And what's crazy about that is well i guess it's actually less threatening because the whole thing with zeus makes other alphas if vandero is just becoming an alpha he only makes regular zombies so that whole yeah. alpha culture is kind of gone technically right i think uh, uh unless they evolve more again if yeah, they do a second outbreak. but overall Dieter was really cool vandero was really cool those were two of the better characters i think i like them more than ward himself too uh, oh yeah that's also where the time loop theory comes in oh dude that was like I forgot about someone that. pointed out like some of the people that, that was were, vandero yeah vandero <laughs> points out like the dead people in the vault and he's like hey check it out they got like the same kind of clothes as us or as us what if they're previous versions of us that came here and failed and we're just the newest versions that have a chance to try and it's just like and Dieter's just like oh shit what yeah <laughs> That that was a very that was that's another interesting concept in which I when they said that I was just like no not fucking time travel god damn it uh but yeah that was interesting for for sure uh Anna de la Reguera as Maria Cruz that was some fucked up shit she was cool and you see like she has that relationship with Ward with Batista like you're like yeah. oh that's kind of cool and she just gets fucking got immediately just gets her neck broken like not even broken. like it was like twisted backwards yeah you see like the bone pop out and shit and you're just like why that was that was some tough shit like she didn't have a chance but otherwise the character was cool caesar not caesar uh zeus that did that no 
He didn't come down yet, I don't think. Uh, it was just some other random zombie. Also it was love a, a random alpha. He's like the one zombie that figured out wearing a helmet. Yeah. <laughs> That's hella true. And he's riding a horse and shit. Yeah. Uh, Theo Rossi is Burt Cummings, who is the officer there that got turned mm. into a sacrifice. Uh, you'll yeah. also know him as Shades and Luke Cage and Juice and Sons of Anarchy. That was great. He just oh, plays yeah. a fucking scumbag. And then just get sacrificed and then turn into an alpha into another alpha though. And he's like the antagonistic like challenge for uh Batista's daughter, in which part of yeah. me is like, I wish he killed her. We want to <laughs> deal with it. But oh well, I guess. Yeah, so he was fine. Um Okay. We're getting into my like so Nora Arna Zetter as the Lily, the Coyote. Uh, so she was like this French coyote. That was probably one of my favorite characters, honestly. And I was like, damn, she got fucking like impaled by, wasn't it Zeus that impales her? Yeah, I think so. With like a spear, like a harpoon gun or some shit. He just like threw like a metal pipe at her. That's what, okay, that's what, yeah. And she just gets got there. But like, that was honestly the, her role was the most interesting because her, she, her living is just getting in and out. And she also is the one that communicates with the alphas. Like she, like she'll actually have a truce with them, where she's like, "Oh, uh, yeah, yeah." Like that's if why I give you this, they even, you let me pass. Yeah, that's why they. She even like brought that one guy as a sacrifice because like that's the thing. It's like she doesn't just sneak through the zombie infested territory. She has like some sort of spoken agree like arrangement with them where like if she brings someone to leave behind they'll let the others go which is interesting yeah uh there was martin played by garrett dillahunt uh he was the uh he was the dude sent in by tanaka to oversee like the heist and then it turns out he's actually just there to get an alpha yeah to utilize as a weapon that dude was a piece of shit that dude was dude such a i piece love of his shit. death scene was so long i'm glad I, that, that was fantastic that the tiger got him and just like just fucked him up to him, like all shit yeah because one this dude fucks up the entire crew by taking uh like the mate's head and yeah he could have gone with like any of the alphas but he's like i'll take the queen <laughs> yeah i'll take this one because you know nothing bad will happen if i do this right he proceeds to then also fu- before that he fucks up cha- he fucks over chambers that was the most bullshit part too because i like chambers uh that was like when he uh alerts the zombies oh yeah yeah so that that fucking sucked that was so trash uh so his his de- he had a very uh or he, enjoyable he like fucked up the uh the path, the path, the path. That, like they yeah they were trying to get their way through a bunch of like dormant zombies and she was like the last one through, I guess. So he just like threw the, uh, the glow stick that was supposed to designate like the next area to go to. And he just like threw it in down like another hallway and she just got surrounded by zombies and died. Not even like, we'll, we'll talk about her in a sec, but yeah. Uh, Tig Notaro as Marion Peters, the pilot. Yeah, I thought she was interesting, but she was fun. Also, most interesting was she was completely added later. Yes, because what? Who was um? Who was it supposed to be again? I don't remember. I just know that like the the person who originally was the pilot apparently, like, public 
opinion of this character, uh, the like the actor, tr- like turned or whatever during filming or after filming. So, I guess the studio, either the studio or Zack Snyder, was like, we can't have this person in the movie anymore, and then they just Chris like, De- Chris Delia. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. A scandal-ridden comedian says. Uh, yeah. Says Google. And so they just like completely replaced that person with Tig Dataro. Yeah. And honestly, and for the most it... part, it was hard to tell. Yeah, she was pretty much inserted into everything, right? Like. Yeah. After the movie was done. Like it's it's one of those things where like if you know about it beforehand and you look for like tricks they could have done to hide things like. Spe- special camera shot uh, camera angles and stuff like that uh you you can kind of see it but it's like if no one told you beforehand you you might just maybe once in the movie you might be like that looked weird but yeah you wouldn't know why honestly it, it didn't even i was i was shocked when someone said that that's what happened I, they fooled me completely they yeah. did a good job with that and she was great like it was like that she was like somewhat comedic and stuff like it, she was very much enjoyed yeah. like her and Dita were probably the funnier well, characters of the movie even when they like they first recruited her they were like your cut will be a million dollars and she's like okay i'm in and they're like wait we, we haven't even told you what the job is yet though like don't you want to know the specific she's like it's a million dollars i fucking hate my job <laughs> yeah she's like, yeah she hates everything she's doing it she's like fuck it i don't care uh-huh. fantastic and then uh, Raul Castillo as Mikey Guzman, the fucking this dude was great. He was basically this dude like was fun, just good at killing zombies. Like his, he's a social media guy. His recruitment video, so not even that if you want to call it that. But it was just like the thing that they used as evidence that he would be useful for the team was like, yeah, like TikTok videos of him just like getting headshots and shit, killing zombies. Yeah, and they're like he's he's like uh, they're like you'll get paid what fifty thousand. Or five hundred thousand, one of the two, and he's like, "Who do I have to kill?" (laughs) And uh, that was like, you're just like, "Oh shit!" And he was honestly great. You're just like, "Oh, is he actually gonna be really good?" And it's like, "Oh no, this dude's highly skilled." And then it was just like getting overrun, and he's got the money with him because that was like the point of it all too. And it's honestly a great scene, like the way they do the cinematography there, where when he gets taken down by the zombies, and you see like the money just flying in the air all over him. And he's like, I think he looks at Batista and he's just like, you know, I'm not, obviously I'm not making it. So I'm just going to pull this grenade and blow myself up, which I really did like the ones that did know they were going. They're just like, well, I'm not going to be a zombie. So I'll just take out as many as I can with me. So that was cool. And then uh, Samantha Wynn is Chambers. Uh, She, like, I already knew about her before that because I... I kind of looked her up a bit because she's in everything Snyder does. She's in, I've talked about it before. She's in Man of Steel. She's one of the Kryptonians that's aboard the ship when Lois Lane's trying to escape. Mm. Uh, she's the one that's like trying to, I think, like shoot at her when she closes the door on her. And then in Justice League, she's one of the Amazons in which uh, she's actually the one that gets crushed under the horse. Oh, Hippolyta is like riding with her. Yeah. And now she's here as chambers and honestly i think she probably gets out of all the characters if you don't count the montage she probably has the best scene in the film because you have her in an impossible situation where she's now like oh i'm fucked because these zombies are gonna get me and i was led down the wrong path because uh uh fucking martin betrayed me 
and now she's like taking out all these zombies and they're like oh god she's probably dead she bursts through the window and is still killing them hasn't even been bit yet and it isn't until like you can like she's just like oh you're not gonna be able to go back for me just blow me up and then she dies but she literally gets the most action in terms of just like she she's the first one dead but she gets a lot done before she does die yeah so i really like her shit was really cool that was like probably my favorite part of the movie and i was like damn it all the cool people are fucking dead like honestly uh it's probably like the last main person uh what else did you want to say about this film yeah I think I covered it. It's just like the the zombie choices were interesting. The even the weird like side things like maybe aliens and maybe time loops. It's like it like before this movie came out, I was mostly just into it just for the fact that it's like oh, it's a heist movie set during a zombie apocalypse. That's interesting. And that was like the least interesting thing about this movie when it actually came out. Like yeah. So, I like I don't know just overall very surprised at how different and new this movie felt for like a genre that there have been a bajillion zombie movies at this point yeah i think it was a lot slower than i expected it to be because you're, you're thinking like oh people are going to get eliminated throughout the movie yeah in which really only one do- one or two do and then like it all happens at the end i think where everyone just kind of gets fucked up yeah going through all the characters again it may have kind of that Kong Skull Island problem of like all the characters are good, but there's so many that like it's hard to really remember all of them. So like some of them I was like, wait, who who was that again? And like others like Guzman, I was like, oh, yeah, I remember that guy immediately. Yeah. So I think pacing was a bit of an issue. I think like overall, like what they wanted to do with it, like if you had more of that montage or more action throughout it, like if. The fact that you saved the action for the end and it was such a brief portion of the movie was probably yeah. the biggest, like, that's what everyone was expecting when the movie came out. And the the style of storytelling with the daughter and everything else, it's like, you know, you hate her in the film, but you're like, at the same time, do you did you want to have someone there to hate or did you just not want her in the film at all? And for me, I'm like, she's a, de- that character is a detriment to the film. Like, it's not something that we're believing as an audience. We're not like going oh, that makes sense. We're just going, fuck, this is stupid. Yeah. I think this movie would be better without her in it. And there's, yeah, definitely. There was already enough conflict in this movie to worry about without having the daughter have her own side thing where she like further fucks up the plans and tightens up the the time frame that they have to get out. Yeah. I think this was, so this overall, I would say the movie was like, it's good. It's not great, but it's, it's like yeah. good. It's capable. It gives you a good amount of entertainment. Um, I would say, like the characters I walk away with enjoying is easily Chambers, Guzman, Vanderhoe, and Dieter are probably like the four. Oh, and uh, Lily, the Cowdy. Like those are characters, honestly, I want to see more of. Uh, if there was more, I would like, obviously we're getting more Dieter, but like, yeah. honestly, I want more of the Cowdy. I want more of Chambers. I want more of Vanderhoe and Guzman because they were like the most exciting characters in it and they just yeah there's so many people you can't really get much of any of them without you know taking over i guess the film too much especially like with the pace it's going and everything else so definite improvement on pacing i guess character choices and stuff like that otherwise so 
it's it's pretty good. I don't want to say completely solid. I, I can't say it's solid, but they they do a good job. And you know, I remember being like, what was it? The beginning of 2021. I was really excited because I'm like, oh, we're, I'm getting a Godzilla versus Kong movie. I'm getting Zack Snyder's Justice League, and I'm getting Zack Snyder's Army of the Dead. And those are my top three movies of the year to look forward to. Uh, looking back now, I think honestly, without a doubt, I can still say Zack Snyder's Justice League is probably my top film of the year still. But Godzilla vs. Kong was ultimately disappointing to me, where it's probably not even close to the top 10. Mm. And Army of the Dead is probably not even in my top 5 either. Um, I'm not sure where it lies exactly, but they're like from what I expected to be my favorite movies of the year so far, only one has really hit that mark for me. And, you know, Zack Snyder's stuff, I've always said, like, I'm not a fan of all of his stuff. It's, like, hit or miss for me, even though, you know, like, certain people give me shit for liking Zack Snyder. But, you know, this one I thought was good, but he could have definitely done better. Uh, and I hope to see him do better with his upcoming movies and animes and stuff. Like, I hope the uh, Army of the Dead anime is fucking phenomenal. And I'm really looking forward to his Rebel Moon movie, because that's basically just going to be his yeah. version of Star Wars. So, like, those could be fun. But... Yeah, definitely. I mean, like, if you got Netflix and you haven't watched this movie, go watch it. It's still worth it's a watch. It's definitely worth easily. a watch for sure. Yeah, uh, it's like something I'd probably watch maybe two or three times, maybe maybe a little bit like just to kind of analyze it more or just like check it out. And at a certain, I think after that, James, uh, what I would probably do is just, um, unless there was someone that hadn't seen it yet, that I'm like, oh, you should watch this movie. I'd probably just be like looking up the specific scenes I want to see, or I just skim through it and go, Oh, I want to see the montage scene. I want to see chambers escaping scene. I want to see like the zombies attacking scene at the end. Like that's probably yeah. all I would kind of go through. Cause at the, at the end, the, the big strong points were the action. And if that was the best parts, then that's probably what we want more of then, unless you can increase, improve the storytelling portion yeah. itself. Yeah. But all right. I think that's, uh, all I got to say on it, and I don't think I want to talk about Godzilla this time around. Yeah, we're already uh, at like almost an hour and a half at this point. Yeah, so hopefully no more. There's PlayStation's done, Nintendo's done, Netflix is done. I don't think there's any. There's nothing else, right, James? That's it. Are we uh, free? There could always be something else, but we'll see. All right, we're gonna. I'm gonna have you implement the timer next time, though. Okay, we gotta, that's fair. We're gonna better. We're gonna better plan that out for the news stuff because that that fucked us up royally. Uh. So next time, guys, we'll have more to talk about. Um, if anything, you know, we'll s maybe, you know what, next week, you want to do uh, Shang-Chi and Loki? Yeah, knock out some Marvel stuff. All right. So, yeah, so we'll knock those out. We're going to try to get all the big names out of the way now that we've been saving up. Uh, and then we're still waiting on Black Widow to come to Disney yeah. Plus so James can watch that. You said October, right? It's coming in October? It, definitely soon, for sure. Okay. So we'll get, we'll get that out of the way. But, yeah, next week, uh, Shang-Chi and Loki so that'll be a good time and then uh we'll see what happens after that but you know yeah. we're getting all these big ones out of the way finally uh with that said that has been sutra side talk if you guys want to uh email us email us at sutra side talk at gmail.com you can send us comments or feedback or you can send us questions that you want us to read on the show and i will say guys if you send us a question and we read it on the show if it's the first question we read for that episode uh, you'll get a copy of Mennonite Ultra, which is a Steam game uh, that I did sound design on. So you'd get a free game, too, if you send in a question. And it's red. Uh, and it's the first thing red. But once again, that's SutraSideTalk at gmail.com. It's just the title of the show plus at gmail.com. So very easy to put in there. 
Uh, we also, of course, are on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Sutra Side Talk. Uh, separate words and one word for TikTok itself. Otherwise, uh, tw- Twitter and Instagram, you know, is more like, oh, we've released these episodes. Here's some opinions on news and comics and stuff uh, that were on the pull list recently. TikTok will be kind of more, you know, obviously it's going to be videos, so it's going to be much more based on like either opinions or unboxings or something like that. Uh, we're still working on that kind of stuff, but I'm hoping to have more out like maybe if I can, like three videos a week. We'll see what I can do. And then, of course, uh, please... If you're on whatever podcast platform you are on, please subscribe to it. And uh, if it's Apple Podcast, uh, send that five-star review in because that'll really help us out. Five stars, please. And you can follow James on Twitter at InvaderJim124. And you can follow me on Twitter at GoGoComzilla. We will catch you guys next week for episode 119 with Loki and Shang-Chi. See you guys later. Thanks for listening.